Today's show is being brought to you by India Partners, and it would be epic and wonderful and awesome if you would like to sponsor two weeks in a safe house for a little girl rescued from the brothels of Mumbai, India. It's two weeks of safety, rescue, and care, and we're calling it Give Life for Christmas, two weeks in a safe house, giving life, in other words, the dignity of a life that is grounded in safety and value, and you could be a part of that. $100 is two weeks in a safe house. And so if you'd like to give life for Christmas, come on by lifewithlisawilliams.com. Thank you for thinking about it. Thank you for praying about it. No pressure, but if you feel it in your heart and can do that, yay. I am so hopeful that we will just bless the socks off India Partners this Christmas. And now let's check in with our friend Dwight Bain at the coffee shop. This is life. This is life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams. Hi, you know how whenever we talk, you always like to say we're sitting at a table at the coffee shop? (laughs) It sounds like you're sitting at a table at a coffee shop. I am at um, the Starbucks in Westminster, Colorado, if you want to swing by. Oh, man. <laughs> that that company doesn't like Christmas. I, I, I saw they have red cups. They Stop. have declared war on Rudolph and Frosty Stop. and like everybody. Yes, it's the Antichrist cup. <laughs> Please, everyone, just stop. Everyone, everyone, stop. Somebody told me it was just one person in the universe who said that, and then everything went nuts. Yep. Craziness. Yep. Crazy, crazy. Where are you? Dwight Bain. Dwight Bain, the wonderful Dwight Bain. Counselor, author, speaker, BFF, Dwight Bain. Where are you right now? Yeah, I'm in Winter Park, Florida. Um, not at a Starbucks, uh, but if I was, I would, I would insist on a red cup just to be able to prove <laughs> that this is ridiculous. <laughs> People around the world with real problems, and in America, we fuss over red cups. I think there's a red cup, like country song, that means that you're drinking too much. And I think the people who started this red cup Starbucks were doing the red cup drinking too much song because nobody else could come up with something so boneheaded. Yes, yes, what you just said, drunk people, hashtag drunk people. (laughs) Would you like to know what I'm drinking? It's so delicious. It is a single shot grande mocha with an added pump of raspberry. It's so good. Ooh, I didn't think about the raspberry. That does sound good. Yeah, it makes it a little too sweet for my own good, right? Yeah, well, I had the, uh, <laughs> Heidi and I got the, the, like, the gingerbread latte Christmas deal. We insisted on our red cups, and, uh, and they gave us <sighs> please. red cups. <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, please. Okay, so, um, hey, I have a big announcement to make, and it's coming up December 7th, and I just wanted to, it has nothing to do with, like, December 7th, like, it has nothing to do like with Pearl, Hawaii. Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. No, no, but it is December seventh, and I think it's a. Well, I know it's a. It's a good announcement. It, it won't affect everybody, but it certainly affects me. And so I just. Um, that is my tease. Hashtag. Thanks for listening. Uh, can you hear the Christmas music play? I can. You're in a place <laughs> that is known uh, allegedly for not liking Christmas, and it sounds like they got Christmas everywhere. I bet they have Christmas coffee and Christmas mugs and Christmas stuff yep. left and right. Yep. Proving yep, that somebody was drinking out of another red cup <laughs> to come up with such a weird idea. Yes. Okay, so um, <laughs> if we get like 10 or 15 minutes or 20 minutes with you, Dwight Bain, I want to dig deep into whatever is going on in your brain. So what's going on? Well, what I'm thinking about is around the holidays, how many people, instead of 
kind of living their life, they get all messed up about what their life is supposed to be like. Like, my life is supposed to be like a Hallmark movie, and I, I have the love of my life under the mistletoe. And so yeah. I got a couple of friends who are actually pushing relationships that shouldn't be going this fast because they're desperate, and I use the yeah. term on purpose, they're desperate about being in love with the love of their life by Christmas. They've got to have a main hug, squeeze person for New Year's Eve parties, and that's just not wise. Not going to end well. Oh, no, it makes me sad, but you've seen so many people in your 30 years of counseling, you know. But, I, I know this word comes to mind. Tell me if you think this is accurate or if it's too harsh. It becomes an idol. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's perfect. That's perfect yeah, because... You want it. You because, want it more than anything. Yeah, because, the, 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 you know, I mean, I'm, these are people that are, I know well. I can call out and say, what are you doing? This makes no sense. This is, and, and it's like, yeah, I know, and I might get hurt, but you know what? I really want to have somebody for New Year's Eve and somebody for Christmas and somebody to meet my mom. I think there's a, uh, yeah, I saw a car commercial. It's like one of the rental car companies, and this girl, you know, has this guy come pick her up at a function, and it's the rental car guy, and she hugs him and says, hey, mom and dad, see, you always say I never bring a guy. <laughs> I saw that. And there's so much pressure <laughs> on somebody to have the perfect person in their life for New Year's Eve uh, or Christmas yeah. Day. Uh, that, that that they leave reality. And when you leave reality, you can go to some bad places and you go to some pretty dangerous places. And that's um, that's sadly what, what happens because then they stop listening to reason. They stop listening to their friends. They stop listening to people around them who care for them. And what it means is they're going to get hurt. And it happens every year. Yeah, it makes me sad. But can you explain this to us? What is that thing that happens in a brain where you become obsessed with a thought or you have that feeling of falling in love and you can't stop thinking about anything but that person and getting this done. It's almost like you become blinded to, like you said, the potential pain, the pitfalls. If you're wise, you listen to counsel one way or the other, but it's just, it's almost, it takes over kind of, you know? Well, it does. And that's why I like, you know, what you just said, I hadn't thought about that because as, as, you know, religious people, people of faith, people from the faith community, we don't really like the word idol uh-huh. because it's like, oh, that has an ugly connotation. But in reality, when I'm following an idol, I lose all sense of reason because now it's about it's about worship. It's just about worshiping a false god. Mm-hmm. It's about worshiping yeah. an emotion, worshiping pleasure. Because when you think about it, every single person in the history of the world who's an alcoholic knows they should not drink or they smoke too much and they know they should not smoke too much. So telling them, I don't think this is a good idea, trying to use reason, is a complete waste of time because I can't think. But I've never thought about it. It's because when somebody's so lost in worship, they kind of lose track of, of everything that's happening around them. It's just them and God. But I hadn't thought about a false God of, yeah. of putting this yeah. desperate need to be in love in front of everything Including common sense. Um, it sounds like they dropped something in the coffee ki- kitchen. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. It's because the, uh, the, the the red cups, the red cups are coming. The red cups are coming. The idols, the idol cups. No, but um, there, there's that phrase in my head that says, anything that you want more than you want God is an idol. And so if I, and I've lived this, it's the only way I know about this, where I've wanted a relationship more than I wanted to honor God and his word. Or I've wanted to be a mom. I didn't. I didn't care what God wanted. I remember that. 
I'm going to be a mom now. I'm going to adopt. I don't care if there's red flags. I don't care if counsel says I shouldn't. I don't care if the Holy Spirit's trying to stop me. I don't care. I'm going to be a mom now. And the whole adoption fell through. And I saw it for what it was. Being a mom had become an idol. And so through painful life experiences, but still I struggle with it. I mean, someone listening right now goes, yeah, it's all well and good, Dwight. But I still struggle with it, you know? Well, and that's where the the solution for false worship is true worship. The the solution oh. for, you know, having something ahead of God is to say, let me see if I can go back and and just find the God that I fell in love with to start with. Yes. Because when yes. I can fall in love with the real God, yes. all of a sudden, wow. Uh, to quote the old song, the things of this world will grow strangely dim <laughs> in the light of his glory and grace, right? Because yes. when I'm able to say, Lord, I just want to know you. I just want to be close to you. I don't care about this other stuff. And it's weird when people can turn off television and social media and not go to the mall and hear all the, the, co- you know, the commotion around the holidays. If they can just get quiet and forget, it's just another day. The weirdest thing happens. They can find God again. But in, yes. in the middle of trying to keep up with everything, that's where things can get really dangerous. Yeah, because you're watching movies yeah. and you're listening to music and you're doing this and you're doing that. And pretty soon, pretty soon after a while, man, you end up in a pretty dangerous place. Yeah, well, when you feel that pain, Dwight, the pain of I'm alone or the pain I don't have money so I, I need to charge it or the pain of my life, my, my life is broken or whatever, that pain can push you into making bad choices. But what if the pain pushed you to him and you were able to sing and cry and worship and talk to him and let his presence change you? I mean, that's not a panacea. That's reality because I've experienced it and Dwight has experienced it. But oh, it's man, just it's hard the because... There's no, there's not a lot of role models, I guess. Um, and there's a lot of, like you said, TV and radio and loud voices everywhere saying, here's what perfection looks like. Here's what will make you happy. This thing, this man, this, this will make you happy. It's hard. Being down here on earth is hard, but he did not leave us alone. He gave us a helper, the Holy Spirit. And my favorite thing <laughs> is that he came down here himself. God himself came down here. God with us. He put on flesh. He was tempted in every way. So he knows what you're going through. And he is there for you. He will listen to you. He will help you with the pain that you're trying to silence by trying to become something new at Christmas that will bring you some sort of temporary joy. You know, when I look at this, um, if I'm trying to become something at Christmas or New Year's that I was never intended to be, you know, I'm going to have the most loving fantastic relationship then I have to wonder how much of this is to look good in front of you know your sister how much of this is to look good in front of other people at the church that you only see at Christmas and Easter I mean there really are people that buy new cars before f- certain family events so they can go and say oh yeah that old uh, limousine why yes we've had that for days now it's uh, you know of course doesn't everybody have one of these oh my gosh and being able to act a certain part and I know that sounds like a silly you know romantic comedy around the holidays but it's really true because people are trying to be something that they're not and trying to grab for something buy something experience something be in a new relationship feel all this chemistry but if I, we can just leave all of that to the simple reality I mean you know we started our conversation Lisa talking about red Starbucks cups because it's so ridiculously funny 
that this would be a controversy that somebody just picked a red cup instead of a white cup and there's no, you know, frosty on it and it means that a company, that's just, that thing's just completely ridiculous. But the design behind it, because our daughter Heidi is a graphic designer, minimalist design is pretty popular right now. You I know, go it's with just pretty. something that's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just something that's simple, it's easy, and there's no complexity to it. Because when I start to think about the life of a Christ follower, it should wow, be a pretty wow. simple life. Yeah. Without a lot of clutter. Good. And so now let's just think about, you know, the, the typical manger scene that people have in their front yard with big blow up things. And they've got, you know, <laughs> baby Jesus and the three wise men and the virgin mother Mary. And then they got some camels and three kings of Orient R. And they got the little drummer boy. And then next to the little drummer boy, you know, because he was definitely there, you know, there's the Victoria's Secret Angels. Of course, they're there. And then they've got, you know, Frosty and Rudolph and Olaf. And they've got all this stuff killing the grass in their front yard. And pretty soon, it's like, you know, if we could clear out everything but the baby Jesus, this would be pretty simple. That's so good. Dear God, that's such a good point. That makes me want to change all my manger scenes in my house and just have Jesus everywhere. There's Jesus. Look, there's Jesus. Look, I oh, got no, Jesus don't get rid of, But don't get rid of your Olaf. You have to have at least an Olaf. I, I, I saw at the Home Depot, I saw this giant talking bass thing in your yard. It's like 15 feet tall. And you know how the talking bass that mounts on your wall? And it's got a Christmas hat on. And I thought, that's Christmas right there, buddy. You got the talking bass in your yard? Yeah, the big Billy Bob bass? You know. That's Christmas. It's come to your yard. That's Christmas, baby. (laughs) Hey, the Peanuts song just came on, and it's so Christmassy to me. I love hearing the Peanuts song at this coffee shop, talking to our friend Dwight Bain, just a bunch of friends having coffee and talking about life. And so um, to close things out, what about you, Dwight? Like this Christmas, like where's your heart and your head, like, you know, like for real, like where are you and, and, and like not what you're struggling with, but just what, what do you feel this holiday? You know, the thing that I love, cause some of my mentors are getting pretty old. I'm looking at a picture right now, of my friend Elmer Towns, who was my first mentor and, and he's going strong. And the thing that I've learned from watching some of these older, really godly men who've, who've added value to my life is, yeah. They ignore the day. They don't make one day better than another day. It's just like, okay, yeah, today's the day. Let's just get back to work. It's like, yeah, okay, it's my birthday. Because instead of making a big deal about a birthday or making a big deal about all these other things, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that's, uh, you're right. It's that day on the calendar. But, man, let's just get back to helping people. Let's yeah. get back to helping yeah. people. And sometimes if we can take our Hallmark calendars – and, and, you know, you know, cause they tell you, you know, it's grandparents day and it's, you know, it's your puppy day and it's, you know, time to buy, you know, a card for your kitten day and there's boss's day and there's, you know, postman day and all these things are great. You know, I want to be able to, you know, do something great for my barista day. But in, in, in reality, when I can step back and say, you know what, if I could just live today, the master teacher, Jesus talked about sufficient is the day for the evil. You have enough problems today. Just, just. You know, it's in, in Matthew chapter six. It's just learn to live in the moment. Yeah. Just learn to live in this yeah. moment. So good. So and good. so that way, if it's Christmas Day, if it's New Year's Day, if it's you know the day you know the spring training and baseball starts, you know, just forget the day and just live in that day. Don't get caught up in I'm going to be happy on the Fourth of July. No, you're allowed to be happy right now. You're allowed to feel peace and power inside. If you don't have any money in your pocket. Because God promised a degree of contentment to Christ followers. 
So you can get yes. through the day, but if you try to add all this other stuff and you try to put a bunch of stuff in your yard and you try to over-decorate and, and be in love and you try to buy stuff for people that really honestly don't care because you're trying to impress them, all you're going to do is make yourself more unhappy, more frustrated, more sad, more upset, and there's a better way. So take down the you know big mouth Billy Bob bass in your front yard, give it to your neighbors who want that kind of stuff, and just get yourself a simple red cup and kick back. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Lifewithlisawilliams.com. If you'd like to respond to any of that directly, you leave comments <laughs> for us and Dwight and I will respond to you. And we just love you. And that's why we like meeting and having coffee with you. And we just want to say hashtag thanks for listening. <laughs>